G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. Today we are recording on a Thursday night. We're going to be reacting to teams, giving you the big boys and also talking trade targets. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you could find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And I'm joined, as always, uh, by my host, uh, co-host Luke. How are you, mate? I'm really good, mate. I'm really good. And um, I think we just got to, off the bat, address the elephant in the room. What and elephant? That is, what do you mean? Why the fuck are you wearing that on your head? What's, well, what's going on? I, I've heard during this week, there's been a lot of discussion on captains recently. And, there has uh, been some credentials questioned. Yeah, some credentials <laughs> questioned. And uh, I just want to set the record straight <laughs> tonight that, uh, look, my credentials speak for themselves, but to... to I, I mean, you can't argue with a man in a hat like that. There's, yeah. there's been our, our good friends over at the, the Traders um, have been suggesting that maybe there's some people out there that are picking captains that, are, that <sighs> don't have their captain picker's degree. And, Look, and fair enough, fair enough. You, you know, you don't just walk off the street and become a brain surgeon. You can't just come <laughs> off the street and, uh, and start picking captains. But rest assured, fantasy community... I am not just some random bloke. He has, <laughs> you have a hat. And I've, I've got a hat. And, and not uh, only do you have a hat, but you've actually, we've, we've just uh, I had to dig around found, a bit for this. But we did, but we, we found that you actually also have a degree. Let's, let's show, show, show the camera here. Show the people there that Mitch is not uh, not just any Joe Bloggs off the street. He, has, <laughs> he is well-credentialed from the University of... Uh, Captain Picking, yep. uh, Mitchell, the big boy Casey. So I think we just put any of those sort of rumours to bed. We <laughs> dispel any of those. Um, but yeah, uh, so well credentialed over here, as uh, I'm sure, obviously Calvinator, the man himself, is uh, you know well credentialed over there and absolutely. qualified. But uh, I mean, it's it's a guarantee. Now that we've made a big song and dance about it, your captains will fucking suck. Yeah, they're going to flop. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to flop for sure. But uh, I've tweeted them out already. The the, the I'm going to put this silly hat down because. I don't think I can do the rest of the show with a straight face with that Mate, on my head. This is replacing but, uh, Kobe for yeah. sure. Yeah, next, Kobe. Next pod, you just see. You're just going to hang that up on the wall boy. there. Just, just to, <laughs> to prove the credentials. But, uh, but yeah, so the big boy is guaranteed to flop this week. So take what I say with a grain of salt when we get to that, that segment. But, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully that clears a few rumours up. <laughs> floating around These vicious rumours getting around. <laughs> now... now Oh man! Now let's get back on topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think of the teams last night? We well, found out about. Oh, them. we haven't done the teams last night because we're recording on a Thursday night, Luke. We're oh yeah. Oh sorry. Oh, you oh, mean I'm the talking... Wednesday? Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those teams. Uh, well, <laughs> you're questioning my credentials now, mate. Yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, well, obviously my my trade target, which I was gonna gonna bring in Clayton Oliver. He's he's back in the mix, and so we're just gonna all trade him in. And uh, obviously he's gonna be a vice captain option for tonight, right? Hmm. Clayton Oliver. He's in, right? We're getting him in. No, what no. are you talking about? I've, you've lost your mind. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I was just trying. Are you to trying to do a bit? There. Yeah, you didn't. You sorry, didn't pick I, up on it. No, <laughs> sorry, you know I don't actually but listen. No, to it. so Clayton Oliver, obviously the big miss. <laughs> we thought he was going to be back in, and uh, and Twitter know, was ablaze. Wasn't Twitter it? was ablaze. I was I was shocked to be honest. Like he was supposed to be back in two weeks ago. He had a, a blister and yeah. got infected. Went to hospital and and didn't didn't make the the cut. Right? What? Sure. Has a week off. Has the bye. Comes back and yeah, he's still not going to make the the team. So yeah, I mean the stint one, the stint in hospital could knock you around a fair bit as well in terms of fitness as well. So they might just want to put an yeah, extra I, bit of conditioning I, into him. Yeah, I saw an interview and I think that was the thing. Like mm. I think he was just yeah. um, didn't have his fitness exactly. And I think when you're a team like Melbourne, who's I would say comfortably sort yeah. of top four in in the in the comp. You're not going to take any risks. I think this is a, a big blow to his Brownlow chances, but yeah. um, obviously he's putting team first and, and doing that, and hopefully he's cherry ripe for the finals. But in terms of our fantasy squads, that eliminates an option for a lot of us. Yeah, especially um, with the three trades this week, it would have been for a lot of people yeah. prime time to try and generate that cash to get. Yeah, to and him. that was my thing. It was like I I would have found it really hard to get him in next week with just two trades to finish my team. I'm probably going to look at someone cheaper next week. So yeah, I think he's probably going to be a guy that we are upgrading in luxury season. 
to, um, and I probably will want to watch him next week if he does come back in then. But the other thing was that um, Mullen, the uh, the Irishman, he's uh, he's also not named again. Uh, yeah. Still out with a, uh, I guess, injury or, or something like that. A <laughs> they made some. Or, I don't, I don't they know. made yeah, some excuse Chris for just about shit at the moment. So uh, yeah, for those who trade him in in round twelve as sort of the only guy there, expecting him to be round. Here round 14, 15, he's going to miss both of those, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise, it's all pretty stock standard for those teams. Absolutely. Now, um, I know we're going to have a little bit of a reaction to the rest of the teams when they get announced yeah. midway through us yeah, recording this. we're recording this 6-10 on a Thursday night, so teams haven't been announced just yet. But we will talk about some downgrade targets now, um, and that sort of may change when the teams yeah, are announced. Yeah, these guys are dropped <laughs> or injured by the yeah. time teams come Yeah, but we'll out, have but a bit of a chat. Hey, the, yeah. the guy that you've got here first, as a downgrade target is uh, Marcus Windhager. Yeah, I think Windhager, if he's there, I expect him to be there. He's the number one target if you can afford it and still get your upgrade because obviously he came out, scored an 80-plus score last week. Yep. He's in the center bounces as well. Um, so roll, big tick. Obviously, with steel hampered at the moment, he's going to be you know, tasked with a bit more responsibility. Number two, Angus Sheldrick. I still do worry a little bit about his job security. The fact that he played 55% time on ground, plus you're getting like a Mills potentially coming back in. Yeah. Uh, Heaney's potentially coming back in as well. There's a few wins coming into Sydney. I just, I still feel like he's maybe one poor game away from, you know, being on the sideline. So that's what put Windhager ahead of him for me, if you're going to get that extra 100K. You only really, hopefully for most people, need one more game out of him, don't you? Yeah. I mean, he's got a negative 20-something break even. Yeah. So he's going to make a stack of cash. Yeah. Um, and at least he's someone that then has got a bit of money on his head. So he won't be kind of, you yeah. know, a red dot stuck in your side there. But So he's number two. Um, and then the the three that I've kind of ran out this top five with are Kai Lohman, Devin Robinson, and Ryan Marich. Um Kai Lohman, to me, looked really good, especially in that second half when Brisbane finally started getting going and getting the ball inside their forward 50. He actually um, he impressed me a little bit as, as much as like a general forward can. So yep. I like the look of him. Devin Robinson feels a little bit less secure in terms of his role, which knocks him down a peg compared to Lohman, and he's more expensive. And then Ryan Marich is sort of the guy that if you have to go basement, he's the guy you go to because I think his, at least his job security is good. His scoring will suck, though. Yeah. <laughs> he will not score very well. Yeah, I think that's a fair enough call. You, what, In terms of letting letting that downgrade get you to your upgrade, um, if the difference between getting to the guy that you want is Marich versus like a Robertson, that kind of 80K, yeah. you go and lower? For, yeah, so, so to give you an example, I was going to trade in Marich this week if I was going to Oliver. Now that obviously he's off the board now, I won't yep. be trading him in because I don't need to. Yep. Um, but if it's the difference between you getting the guy you want, I'm okay with it. Just don't expect much. And I probably would, if, you're, if you've are if got 20, 21, sorry, 21, 22, then it's probably an easier move to make because you're yep. not, you know, you can afford to have a few of those shit scores on your field this week and next week you're just going to go to your bench anyway. So... Um, I'm okay with it in that scenario. Can I ask you about a fellow that you haven't put on the list here? Yeah, go for um, it. I, I'm, I guess it's more hopeful than anything, but I'm hoping that with the news that Sicily's out, that um, Bailey McDonald uh, yeah. might yep. get a run again. Is that something that um, you can yeah, see? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I could see that happening, and I haven't put him on the list here because I don't know if he is going to be named, yeah. but if he is named, um, then 219,000, <clears> I do think I'd probably prefer him over a Ryan Marich okay. just to get that run of three games potentially, yeah. um, you know, get his cash up. He's probably going to score better than a, a marriage would. So I'd probably slot him in just ahead of Ryan there. But okay. um, obviously it might be a short-term play, but yeah. at this time of the season, I think that's a little bit more, you know, acceptable. And, and obviously Hawthorne probably want to get a few games with their young kids. So yeah, yeah okay. that's a, that's a TB, TBC on that one. We'll see you in uh, about eight minutes. Beautiful. Should we talk about then some upgrade targets before they yeah. announce the teams? Let's do that. So I've, I've split today's into like a few different categories. We've got like the Uber premiums, which are the guys sort of 900K and above. Yep. The cheaper premiums, which are sort of those ones in the 800K bracket, which I think a lot of us will be shopping in this week. And then I've got a few mid-prices at the end there. So Uber premiums and probably the only guy, or maybe these top two, I think I would really advocate trying to get in, yeah. in uh, Rory Laird and Jordan Dawson, the Adelaide boys. You have to have the Adelaide boys. I think, they, I think they're think they guys that you're going to want to get in sooner rather than later. They've yeah. had their buy now. Rory Laird, um, when we get to our big boys, will be up high. I think he's set for a big second half of the year. Yeah. Um, he had that kind of 
niggly sort of stuff that was carrying, but he was still putting out some really good scores. Um, so <laughs> just put that down to the side. <laughs> um, but I think he's good to go, and he's at a decent price. Like he's not. He's closer to 900k than for he is what, to a million. I mean, um, for what we know that yeah. he can go and what he did go in the back half of last yeah. season. Um, so I, I really like him as my number one uber premium target. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, and and Jordan Dawson great. just feels like the the number one defender back there. Um, he's pretty match-up proof as a midfielder, big body midfielder who tackles as well as gets a lot of marks and disposals. So Both I of those guys for me really are, like, are role-proof as well. Like they're yeah. In terms of what Adelaide are trying to do, neither of those guys are leaving the midfield as far yep. as I'm concerned. Yep. They're the and I mean, two guys. even if Jordan Dawson does spend a little bit of time back, you know it's not going to completely drop yep. his scoring anyway. So, anyway. so yeah. yeah, lock those two boys in for sure. So these next few guys, Brayshaw, Merritt, Nick Dacos and Caleb Sarong, I'd be a little bit more hesitant in terms of paying up. If you have the cash to do so, I think it's fine because we need those top eight guys and I think all of these guys are probably in that mix. Sarong probably being the least likely, but I do actually think at this stage, you kind of are are paying for what you get with Sarong. The only thing that stops me from putting him and potentially trading him into my team is just the couple of complaints about an ankle and stuff like that recently and, um, you know, know, I think he's 933k, so... He's, he's up there in price, so I have him down there. And Dacos, who's the cheapest of this lot, I'm just a little bit worried about the keys tag. So he's probably a next week play if you don't have him already. But, of course, a lot of us do already have a Nick Dacos. When when you're looking at these um, Uber premiums, uh, you know, you're spending up for them, what do you particularly look for as, as the thing that splits the hairs? Is it a, is it the next five matchups? Is it... Their role, you mentioned niggling injuries. Like, is there something in specifically that you look for? Or um, I think earlier in the season, it's price okay. is the biggest thing. So the, the the cheaper they are compared to what you expect their output to be. So yep. that's why Rory Laird is at the top of this list because I think even though he's priced at one ten, I think off the top of my head, I expect him to potentially outperform that by five to ten points. Yep. Um, and if you can get a Uber premium at value, those are the really juicy ones that you want to jump on. Yep. Um, like what I did with a Brayshaw a few weeks ago. Go. He was sort of just dipped below 800k. I pounced, jumped straight in there, um, and then the next thing is the fixture. I yeah. think I think fixture is is a big thing for us to look at. And um, you know, when you're paying a lot of money for a player, you want that sugar hit. You want that sort of instant reward. You know, it's not always the be all and end all, but it is nice if you can pick and choose and rank them, and you've got a few to choose from. Then that would be the next thing I would look at. Um, yeah. Looking at uh, both Frio and Essen and sort of looking at Brayshaw and then Merritt there, those uh, two, they sort of have a reasonably similar draw coming up. There's nothing that looks really juicy and easy. I think no. they've got a bit of Collingwood uh, Carlton in there as well. Uh, later in the season, they do, um, I think it's Frio take on uh, the Eagles and Hawthorne and Essen and get to play the Eagles in North Melbourne again. Yep. Um, but that's kind of looking a little bit further ahead. Yeah. yeah, so I think in terms of the fixture, there's nothing that's like super terrible, nothing that's super enticing. So I think it's just sort of kind of get what you pay for in terms of yep. how they are going to be scoring. So um, they just kind of slot in there where I think they, they're going to be. Now there could be some people shopping in that price bracket below that you yeah. mentioned the cheaper premiums, and I think there's like this looks like there's some good buys in this bracket. This this bracket is the hardest bracket for me to split. Um, so I'll list these guys in order of how I sort of rank them, but yeah. I am very open to people disagreeing with this one. So yeah. at number one, I have Jack Sinclair as the only kind of um, defender in this group, just because I think he is someone who is set to kind of really establish himself in the second half of the season. He didn't have any CBAs, I think, last game as well. Which, which is good. Which is good for, for him. him. Yeah. Um, and I think St. Kilda have a good run for defenders coming up moving forward. Just quietly too, he was on track for a big score on the he weekend was. until the rain came the in as wet. well. Yeah. So I think that's another thing that strengthens the case for Sinclair. I, I agree. So yeah, he's got a run coming up. Brisbane, West Coast, Melbourne, Gold Coast, North, Hawthorne, all very positive matchups. Richmond's a couple games later as well. So the only tough matchup he's got for the rest of the season is Geelong, and that's at round 23. So plenty of time there, but the rest is just... It's, it's all good. So he's my number one target, and because he's that defender, it kind of just differentiates him from the others. Yep. But at number two, I have Lockie Neal because, again, he's just a guy that is the number one player for Brisbane in terms of like the guy they look for and, yeah. and leader of the club. And his next three, St. Kilda, Richmond, West Coast, is as juicy of a run as you're going to get. 
you going to say something? Yeah, yeah. So, so for him, so the, I'll just kind of um, spoil it, but yeah. the next two guys you got on the list are Noah Anderson and Brad Crouch. Yep. I suspect if I ask you, you'll probably say that Crouch and Anderson average more than Neil over the duration of the season, but are you prioritizing Neil's three-game run here? Is That's, that what I'm yeah. hearing? Yeah, so what I would say is I'd probably say that Anderson, maybe not Crouch, I'd, I'd say Anderson averages more than Neil from here to the end of the season. Okay. But I'd say Neil averages more than Anderson over the next three weeks. Okay. So at this point of the season, over the next three weeks, I would hope that most teams are going to be in luxury trade mode by then. Yeah. And so then you might be able to do something tricky and sort of maybe trade Neil out, get him up to a Clayton Oliver or something like that, and just kind of pick and choose the runs at this point. Um, had this been earlier in the season, I would have taken that run into account a little bit less. Yeah. Okay. But at this time of year, it is probably a little bit more important for me. Um, Brad Crouch is kind of the wild card in a way because we've seen him go on stretches of averaging like 120 plus for five yeah. plus games. Um, and then we've seen him go missing. average 80 yeah, for so five plus games. He's a wild card for me and obviously with Steele, you know, hampered it. And, and like we said with Sinclair, he also has a good run. So those three, they're close. Um, you could flip them in any order. Um, so well, this is the tough. dilemma. This is the dilemma I want you to solve for me okay. this week. Is is Crouch or Anderson? Because I'm looking at a, a double downgrade into an upgrade. Um, you know, three rookies going out, and the guy that I'm, or the two guys that I'm considering bringing in are Anderson and Crouch. Yeah, um, I've got Crouch at the moment. Sell me on Anderson. So Anderson's a guy that I just feel like he's he's the the prototypical fantasy gun when he's outside he tackles well he's a guy that plays high time on ground gets high CBA numbers yep. um, we see those guys often succeed he's a high draft pick high scoring pedigree as a junior ceiling's huge and it just yeah ceiling's huge he's had a 159 so far this season which is up there in terms of scoring we've just run into a, a quiet patch in his form Yeah, and this is kind of like a gut feeling kind of thing more than anything for me that he's about to go big for a little while the only thing that I would that pauses me a little bit, so he has Hawthorne this week, which I think he's going to perform really well at, but then he runs into Collingwood and Port. Now, Collingwood I'm less concerned about because the way Collingwood like to play, they're very open and fast-paced. Yeah. Um, and I think that suits those outside guys more than the inside guys. Port, I think, will be tough for him because they like to make it very congested. They, they limit marking for other other players in the opposition. So And then on the contrary, we've mentioned Crouch's or St Kilda's really juicy run coming up. So, yeah. so um, look, the only thing is that they're, they're 10k apart and if you had told me, you know, a couple of weeks ago I was considering them when they were like 70k apart. Yeah. So now that they're much closer... <sighs> Uh, I've got Anderson above just because I think he's a better player um, and he's probably higher in the pecking order in terms of the team's um, priorities in terms of trying to get him the ball. Like last week, even though he had a score of 100, he was the highest scoring player for the Gold Coast Suns in a game where they got absolutely smashed. Yeah. Um, The week where they were in um, at uh, Northern Territory, he was the highest scoring player. Um, had by far the most amount of touches. I think he had 27 touches. The next highest had 17. So yeah. when they're in games and conditions that I think suit them better, I think he has a potential high ceiling game up his sleeve. It's just we haven't seen it yet, so it's a bit of a, a leap of faith. But there's a bit of a gut feeling there for me. Um, yeah. It's probably not the most concrete of evidence to sort of sway you, but that's just where my gut is saying. Um, but Brad Crouch... It, he could definitely come out and do that as well. So I probably haven't answered your question concretely there, but... Um, <laughs> That's all right, mate. Yeah. It's, but it is. It's a bit of a flip of a coin. You I know think what the I'm... instant reward this week is with Anderson, though, against yeah. Hawthorne. Yeah. A crouch run looked juicy, but... You know what yeah. I've noticed, too? In this list, we need more blokes who bloody stand up straight. We've got Neil. We've got Crouch. Like, they're all getting low. <laughs> we <laughs> need them. We need someone to just bloody yeah, yeah, stand yeah. up for us. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Tom Mitchell and... <laughs> when you say that's a good one, Christian you know it's not a good Petrarca. one. No, I just... Usually, I give you shit for your jokes. Um, <laughs> Tom Mitchell and Christian Petrarca round out this list here. I've heard a few reputable coaches uh, talk about Tom Mitchell as like a really legit option. Um, 
I try to entertain the thought. Maybe I'm just jaded by the fact that I opted to go to Goey over him a couple of weeks ago. When I when I saw Mitchell's last five fish scores, I thought about that. I thought you oh, you could be in hat territory. I could be sitting. Well, I'm just quite. I already am. But oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> let me just yeah, sorry. Just put, yeah, yeah, put the uh, big put boy. The things up there, but, big boy. <laughs> but I think Tom Mitchell. I put it down a lot of his last couple of scores to the run, mm. and I do think that the Goey being out has helped him a lot. Um, just because without him being in there, I feel like the contested game is a bit more, you know, going for Collingwood right now. Which well, is let, let me just Mitchell's thing. Let me entertain something for you. Is it a move you make if you're looking to really fly up the rankings? Is it could potentially be? You know yeah, I mean? he's going to be unique. Um, yeah, and obviously we know he's you know fantasy pig. He yeah. has a high ceiling, and if something's clicked, then yeah, he could definitely be a point of difference, as could Christian Petrarca, who I've said before, I think he's one of the best players in the AFL. Mm. Um, he's probably a better real-life player than a fantasy player because he is a guy that Melbourne want the ball in his hands in like the forward 50 yeah. rather than the cheap stuff, which a lot of these other guys do, but... Um, yeah, he's an option. He's an option. He's a little just, bit he's probably as the well. most expensive of all these guys, which probably yeah. has him down the list. And obviously, by the time this podcast comes out, you would have either decided that or not. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he's um he's a little bit yeah a little bit down. But you could flip those guys either way. Now these uh, mid prices and sort of more speculative picks that we're going to talk about now. Uh, I just for my team this week, it doesn't feel like I'm in that position to do that kind of trade. I've yeah. already moved on a Sheezel, a Zebel, and these are the kind of. Things that people are considering this week is is moving those Sheezels and Zebels down to um, sort of your Keys, your Cameron. Um, it's just not what I'm doing. But in terms of Darcy Cameron and, and Ben Keys, how do we go about splitting that? And and is it is it team dependent? Is it structure dependent? Uh, you know what are, what are you thinking on that? Um, I feel like Darcy Cameron is the guy that I'm the most confident recommending. Um, I feel the most comfortable that he's going to be. You know his, what the role is. His so. role is going to hold yeah. up. Um, he's he's underpriced, guaranteed. He may not be as underpriced as potentially some of these other guys could be, but I feel very confident in his role. So I have him at number one. Yep. Um, ben Keys is the guy that I I have <laughs> traded him in and out of my side that many times <laughs> this week. Um, I just don't. But but there's I a reason. Know. I mean, there's I, yeah. a reason for that is because at, at what he's priced at at the moment, he has the potential to outperform that by yeah. almost thirty points. What's he What's he priced at currently? So Are he's priced at. Let me something like bring up my thing. I think he's priced at in the seventies. So like, even cheaper. I mean, and yeah. he's a guy that's gone one ten for substantial patches of yeah. years before. So, but the the thing that you're looking at there once again is the role and whether the role sticks. Um, the other yeah. thing too that to consider it's also a with, different role because he's 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 tagging like when he did his big scores he was he just was inside just fine in the footy the midfielder. The other um, thing to consider for the short term future is obviously the tag on Dacos this week that's been pretty well publicised. Yeah. Is the, the fact last that, time he tagged Dacos he scored forty four. Yeah, and it's actually been his highest CBA game of his entire season was that round. Which is a little scary. They really want him to shut him, like want keys to shut uh, yeah. Dacos down at all costs. But it, again, does it come down to where you're ranked and whether you're looking for a speculative yeah. thirty point potential upside guy or whether you're looking for the the safest houses, Cameron? Yeah, so I, I think guess, he's definitely so. an option. I think I would be bracing if you're trading him in. I'd be bracing for a bit of pain this week. Yeah. With the potential that after this week he, he can go big if he stays in that role. He has North Melbourne after this round as well. So that could be nice. Um, Elliot Yo, I've got here at number three. <laughs> yeah. Um, I personally just have a lot of um, trouble like trusting his body at this time of the year. It's it's a it's a play that you can, you can do and you can go there, but I don't know. I don't feel <laughs> great about it. It's one of those ones that it's like if you do it, and it works well, then that's awesome. But if you do it and he gets injured, then you're going to get a bit of, I told you so, aren't you? Yeah, like a You get bit, a couple, yeah. little bit of that vibe. Yeah, so I, look, some <clears throat> some good, reputable coaches are, are keen on him and I can definitely understand the um, the intrigue. I just personally, for this time of the year, prefer to go someone that I feel more confident in uh, moving forward. And then the last couple guys, which I've heard people talk about this week, Christian Salem, and I'm going to go... Um, with Impy as well, who I didn't really think about last time when we talked about our podcast. But have you? Have you? I have not at all. At um, Jarman Impy, give like, me the rundown. Give me um, the rundown. What's going on? Is he? I don't know if there's been a role change or something like that. But he's just—he's a guy that's the last couple of rounds has gone um, big tons, one eighteen, one twenty-four, and a ninety-seven the week before against the Saints. He's just a guy that 
obviously the the last three scores are really high. There's no Sicily. Uh, I don't know if he's been taking kick-ins or anything like that, but just we've never seen him do this before. Yeah. Um, so I can't believe it. I think he's what aged. 29 or something like that, that he's going to all of a sudden turn into this gun player on a team that's rebuilding. I just I just can't envision that being something that sustains for any longer than a few weeks. So it strikes I, me not, as a bit of a wild pick. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too too hot on the uh, the MP pick personally. Is- I, of all those speculative picks, I think Yo is the guy. Um, Keys is probably my preferred after yeah. Cameron. But this is the uh, thing with those. Two I'm not, not keen on. It's the thing with those kind of picks too. Is like. You make that pick and it comes off. You look like a genius, but nine out of ten times it doesn't come off. And yeah. just playing the straight bat approach and consistently doing that is seems to be the way to kind of chip yeah. away at, at you know your ranking. There's scenarios where you know you want to hit sixes as, as Calvin says, yep. um, but uh, but yeah, I think it, go, go with the safer options and yep. and you might uh, just climb the rankings week by week. Yeah, I think the, the, some of these players could be the, the 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 play for people who have like a Jack Steele and they want to offload him. And um, I wouldn't go to I wouldn't go to MP, but I'd go to one of the. I'd go well, to you, you might be able to do like that, that and still get an upgrade to these guys if that makes sense. Oh, so okay. it's like okay. you still get a rookie off and you get Jack Steele out if that <laughs> makes yeah. Okay. So that's what I that's like potentially the the way to look at it there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's sort of the only kind of scenario that I'm I'd be comfortable with trading in those like last few guys. Now, we got teams. We do have teams. So should we talk teams for big boys? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go to teams and okay. we'll talk big boy big boys at the end. We'll we'll build some hype around it. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, guess who's named for Sydney? Who? Callum Mills. Ooh, that's good. On the interchange. That's good. But oh, I'll let you, sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I've jumped the gun a little bit. I'm, I'm having a look, but you, <laughs> okay, you run okay. through them for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just looking through. So, obviously, yeah, um, what have we got? So, uh, da, 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 Brisbane versus St Kilda. Ben Patton in. Uh, Seb Ross outmanaged, which is interesting. He was potentially a guy that could have been playing a bit of a tagging role. Obviously helps a bit of Windhager um, there as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, McCluggage is back in. Callum Archie and Darcy Fort have both dropped, so that's good for the Brisbane... Um, young boys in there in yep. terms of uh, Loman and Devin Robertson, which is good. Like you said, Mills is in for the Sydney Swans. He's definitely someone I'm targeting for next week. Not this week. Break even of 150, yep. Despite him is. going up against the Eagles, hopefully he just gets managed a little bit. But I mean, even if he pops to 150, week. it's like he's oh, not yeah, going anywhere. He's not so. going anywhere. He's still the uh, <laughs> low 700s. Jack Buller, unfortunately, has been omitted if you brought him in last week. The Cutter. ice cream has the melted. Writing, yeah, he's melted. The writing was on the wall a little bit there. Oh, I've just seen on the Eagles side, Elijah Hewitt is in, Jack Williams in, Liam Duggan in, Tom Barras in. Campbell Chesser, our boy. Emergency, I saw that too. He's omitted, so uh, if you were counting on him as a dot, he will not be there. Johnson held for the Dockers. Johnson held. On the bench. On the bench. That's good. Frederick in, Sean Darcy in. Could Johnson be a laid out with that, Corky? I don't think so. I feel like I've seen some things that he's he's recovered all right this week. Yeah, that's There's true. There's even some people calling to question the fact, did he have a corky or was it the coach kind of just, oh, just like, covering, covering for Covering from having a shit game? <laughs> I, I don't know. I've I thought he's got it right. heard that go around. Darcy okay. Parrish is in for the, the Dockers. Oh, sorry, not the Dockers. The, the Bombers. Um, and okay. Jake Kelly in. Uh, Nick Hind, D'Ambrosio and Draper have dropped. Yes, big Sammy Draper injured. Yes. Oh, now we're going to Sunday, so extended benches extended here. Extended benches. Um, did the young fellow from Collingwood um, get his spot? Harrison, did he, he hold? Is. He did. He's named on the half-forward flank. Oh, he is? Okay. So, a few people considering that. What are your thoughts there? Because we didn't have him in our downgrade no. targets. What Remind do you think? Me, what was his name again? Harvey. Harvey Shaggy. Harvey. Shaggy. I was <laughs> typing Shaggy. How could hey? you forget Shaggy? Harvey Harrison. Yeah, okay. And he's got a negative two break even as well. A so to be considered, I think. If you had the cash, would you go him instead of like a, a Loman or a... Or a marriage. Or a marriage. Well, I I fully expected that he'd play one game, they'd have the buy, and then he probably wouldn't make it back into the side. Yeah, but, I fully expect that too. So let's look at the extended bench. So, you, I mean... Nick Dacos. Nick Dacos. He's in. Yeah. Um, um, McCreary. Would I would Ginevan, say McCreary's in. Ginevan would be there. Uh, you'd oh you'd think so, but he's been Bobby Hill. You know, 
Yeah. I mean, a few guys that play his role there, you know, like yeah, Bobby I'd, Hill, Ash Johnson, Ginevan. But I don't think, if Harrison's named on the field, I don't think he's going to be there. No, he, yeah, away. but so, I'm just saying, like, if he has a bad game, one of those yeah. guys, maybe not all those, like, forwards make it and yeah. then just kind of kick him back out. So I'd only need him for a week. Yeah, potentially. I still feel a little sketchy about his job security. Let's let's digress for a little bit and let's talk about the fact that I've been saying we might only need these guys for a week, but how important do you think cash generation will still be post-buys? Still important. Yeah. Okay. Still, still quite important. Not as important, but still important because obviously this, week, this year, it's been tough to generate cash. So yep. a lot of us at the moment are not rolling with the best 22. Mm. We're not rolling with, you know, the, the big dog Uber premiums in all of our lines. So we're still going to need to get the Clayton Olivers, the Sam Doherty's. Um, mm. And we're going to have to try and get those, you know, poorer guys at the back end of our, our lines off the field and up to the, the big players. And, yep. and there will still be a price difference, you know, like there's, 200k between like if I trade in Callum Mills next week yeah. get him eventually up to an Oliver like that's going to cost me a pretty penny yeah. so even even like a Hayden Young to a Doherty I think it yeah, costs you like a little bit at the moment that's going to cost me a fair bit so I'm yeah. still going to need cash to make those moves so I wouldn't be for example trading in someone and just burning all the cash going down to a red dot 200k player just yet yep you still need that um, that cash gen to make those moves. Uh, sorry, we digress, but right. um, Magpies are taking on the Crows. Uh, looks there as though Jeez, we've got a lot of ins for the Suns. There's um, not too many changes for the Crows. Suns, what do we got? Uh, Suns, we've got Sam Flanders, Lockie Weller, James Chidas. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'm gonna f- fuck this one up too. Uh, who? No, I'm not even gonna say it. Oa. Uwe, <laughs> I don't know, is in. Brandon Ellis, Chris Burgess, and Sean Lemons all in. Rat Fiorini, both on the extended bench. Both on the extended bench. I wonder if there's many people. Uh, well, they've named up that Davies is omitted, Sexton the sub is out, Joel Jeffrey is injured, and Thomas Berry is omitted. So, I mean, hopefully that means that not all of those guys are going to be dropped. But yeah. on the extended bench, you've got Roses, Fiorini, Lemons. Well, I, I, I think they hold with that, that bench there, personally. Um, that will be a, an anxious wait for a few people. Yeah, I think be anxious wait. Our Hawthorne. Or are you just for those people? Um, if they aren't named, trading. Yeah, I think you yeah. do. Like yeah. I, think, I, I mean, we, I think I told, I was saying trade them out a few rounds ago. So if they're not there, trade them. They've yeah. got money on their head. Get that's them to someone that's good. So yeah, yep. for sure. Beautiful. On the uh, Hawks side of things, um, In- that McDonald. Oh, sorry, that might be the wrong McDonald. Oh, McDonald interchange. Is it? Got oh, it is. McDonald's. Bailey, Bailey yeah. McDonald is. Ah, oh, fuck. Too many McDonald's on the Hawthorne lineup. So, yeah, Bailey McDonald's no longer an option there for okay. those. Obviously, we wasted some time talking about him, but um, Fergie's back in the interchange. So, yep. nothing really of note there apart from Sicily is obviously out with the suspension. And, uh, yeah, I think the rest is a bit of a moot point. So, pretty, pretty good in terms of bullets. The only real one there was the uh, Campbell Chess obviously being dropped. Yeah. Johnson obviously held. Uh, Elijah Hewitt is an interesting one. Obviously, he was knocked out by Dugowie a couple rounds back, so his break even is going to be high. But you would What's hope he that two thirty-three. Okay, so he might be a decent alternative as a downgrade in a couple of weeks, or in a, yeah. maybe next week potentially. Yeah. Um. So keep an eye on him and maybe watch his performance on the weekend as someone you might be want to downgrade. You couldn't week. go. You, I mean, you, you could, could go. I mean, could go this week. I think you could go this week if we're talking about going to guys like. Yeah, you'd Shaggy probably rather him over over Ryan Marich. Better role, I would I think. Fact, when I, he's in fact, in I'd definitely say you'd, you'd go him. Would over, you rather him over, over Shaggy? Um. Yeah, I'd probably say so. The the cash gen won't be instant because his break even's in the forties. But West like, Coast are gonna um you know invest time in the kids. You would yeah, think. I would have to think so. Um. So mm-hmm. he's he's definitely a potential option. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you if you have the option and you you're not looking to like needing to go down to those cheaper guys, you still you still go for like the Windhagers, the Sheldricks, and get that instant hit of cash. Yep. And then next week you look at a Hewitt. But if you have to, I probably would prefer him over a Ryan match just because of the scoring potential I think is better. Very nice, very nice. Now, I reckon you throw that hat back on, mate. <laughs> and I'll, I'll grab this. And I reckon just so he, press just, your just little. Just so I can stay on my head with my headphones on. Oh, your head's so fucking big now. <laughs> um, okay, play your little button, mate. All right, the ball boys, big the boys. Ball boys. Big okay, boys. tough round. 
Can't just say, oh. <laughs> can't just say Timmy Taranto number one this week. Well, if you did, I reckon you'd be fucking up the creek without a paddle, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, so uh, number one, I've got Josh Dunkley playing on Friday night against St Kilda. He's going home to Marvel as well, isn't he? Yeah. Can I remind you, the last time he played at Marvel, he scored Was it against the Dogs? Was it, was it, it the was revenge against, game? No, no, no. no it, it was wasn't. against Carlton. So okay. he's played at Marvel... Twice already this year yep. against the Dogs and against Carlton. 116 against the Dogs, which was his highest score in the first five rounds yeah, yeah, by yeah. Fairway. And then 172 against Carlton. Oh. Um, so, yeah. He's, and he's versus St. Kilda, who obviously give up good points to midfielders. Let, a- me, let me inside the mind of a qualified captain picker. Yep. What, how do you... Pre- <laughs> How do you prioritise... Um, no, put, put, the, put the hat back on, <laughs> okay, you <right>. prick. Um, <laughs> How do you prioritise, like, venue, match-up, form? Where, where? Oh, look, I've said this before. I, I kind of don't know about venue. I mean, you, you've said before to me that, like, venue does play a role, but... I mean, there must be something to it, especially when you're going like under the roof. I think Marvel's like a big thing because you know it's going to be dry, right? Yeah. So the marks are going to be there. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be dewy conditions. So like, obviously, when you think about like a Northern Territory game, it's dewy conditions. Yeah. So there's something to that, but like, yeah. You know, like the MCG versus Adelaide Oval, like it's yeah. it's much of a muchness. But obviously, he's going to be under the roof, so I think that helps him. And uh, yeah, he's in obviously a really good vein of form at the moment. So I think he's going to be a lot of people's VC. Friday night VC, let's go. This next bracket of players, I, I chopped and changed a few times, but I've landed on Rory Laird being number two. Collingwood. Against Collingwood. Mm-hmm. If I just look at his score, he's versus Collingwood already this year, and he went 110 against them, and he did that in less than 80% game time. And I think the rest of the bye would have done him a lot of good. So, I think that just the guy that he is in the ceiling he has, he's only dropped below 100. If you take out the first round, which I think is a clear anomaly, um, he's only had three games below 100 this season. Yep. And a bunch of games where he's gone 110 plus. So, in terms of consistently hitting that ceiling or captainable score, he's probably the number one guy. Um, and I think without like a Dugowie there and Tom Mitchell being the main guy, it's going to be more of a contested game, more of a you know, tackle fest than it would have been otherwise. Balls on the line. Yeah. If big balls on the line. Big, big, big boys balls. <laughs> big boys balls big on the ball line. Big boys yeah. on the line. If Dunkley goes sub 110 yeah. and push comes to shove, will you put the C on lead? I, I guess you have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. He's but, not my number two, mate. Well, you put the VC on him a couple of weeks ago and he gave you like an 80. Yeah, I'm willing to forgive. Willing okay. to forgive and forget. And... Uh, and we back in, we back in the great man Rory Laird at number two. So. I'd be, I'd be super tempted to put the C on this next bike. That you're so he, about. he occupied the number two spot for a little while this week, but I've made the change. Uh, I think it was earlier today. Um, Zach Merritt at Frio, spacious. There's just something about Merritt that doesn't make me feel good. Um, well, who's so Frio? Frio, I don't think you can attack him. Are they? There was a little quote today that they might look at putting attention in. I always don't know about that if it's the coach just playing mind games before the game and stuff like that, but. Parish so, coming back into the side as well. Uh, yeah. And if I look at Merritt's season, he's only had, I think, two games over 120 for the entire year. And those were those big 150s. Big, yeah. And only, you know, three, sorry, four games over 110. So compared to like the consistency of ceiling that Laird's shown, Merritt's hasn't been there. He's, his average is kind of propped up by two big scores versus Lurie Laird's consistent, you know, not quite 150s, but 120s, 130s. Uh, well, I always go with the big boys, mate, because I'm, yeah. I'm I wouldn't in- I wouldn't put anyone, you know, if you wanted to go Zach Merritt uh, at Freo, they're, they're a better matchup this season so far than Collingwood. Mm, yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm leaning more on Laird being just the better player and more consistent player than Merritt um, in this week's uh, captaincy. And Andrew Brasher is another guy that also sometimes was up there. But Essendon are actually a tougher matchup. Um, and Brayshaw hasn't quite been knocking the ceiling games out of the park for the last couple of rounds. So uh, he just falls short to those other guys. And number five, my arch nemesis, Errol Gould <laughs> against West Coast. If you wanted to get real frisky. And, uh, and, uh, I would have thought Dugowie would be your arch nemesis, eh? Yeah, but his after. score actually dropped off. So it actually had no impact on my team. It was more just the fact that I missed Tom Mitchell. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's an impact yeah. on your team, I reckon. Yeah, well, that, that, that does suck. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Errol Gould against West Coast, he could be huge. Yep. He's just down this point. Like if he was guaranteed inside midfield time, 
he'd probably be number two or number one even. But yeah. he's playing sometimes forward, wing. I just don't love that role. So he's down yeah. at number five. And then you've still named 10, despite my best efforts. I mean, if you if you don't have Dunkley, Laird, Some Merritt, Some people are Brayshaw, listening for a draft, maybe? I don't know. But I'm <laughs> going just, just 10 to give people options. So. Well, um, you know, speaking of draft, the... Um, you would have listened to the pop pod this week. I, yeah. I listened to the first part, um, and and I haven't yet listened to the rest. But they had um, a fella on who. Yeah. What, what's the fella's name that uh, I'm going to slip my mind? Yeah, me too. Anyway, but something that I um, that he said cracked me up. He he said, "Oh, yeah, to to do a podcast by yourself, you have got to be a real narcissist or something." <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I was. Did you hear that? Ding ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> I was hey, like, look at the hat I'm wearing. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. bloke's done it for like a year with your basketball thing. I was like, oh, tick. Yeah, mate, yeah. Real narcissist over here. But, uh, oh, look, I'll wear it as a badge of honour. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Noah I Anderson, knew you would have heard that too. Yeah, I did. I was like, ooh, that hits me where it hurts. But, uh, <laughs> Noah Anderson is at number six for me against Hawthorne. I think he could have a big game. Um, and this could be the one he shows a bit of ceiling. Lockie Neal at number seven versus St. Kilda. They said they're not going to tag him. But, again, that could mean that they're going to tag him. I don't really... No, but it obviously is a positive matchup. Jordan Dawson versus Collingwood, Caleb Sarong versus Essendon, and Brad Crouch versus Brisbane. I don't yeah. love all of those last kind of four options. I think that you really are obviously looking at that top six, top five uh, for most teams. But if you wanted a loose pick and go against the crowd, you can you can take a swing on some of those guys. <laughs> Every time I look up and you're in that hat, <laughs> it's going off. Pe- people, yeah. If you're listening on Spotify, don't um, head don't, over to YouTube. Yeah, go over one, to YouTube and watch Mitch in his fucking hat. <laughs> um, okay, shit. Well, we got to move on. Let's uh, let's uh, do some spicy takes. How you yeah, got your little spicy takes here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next prop to bring to the show are those maracas. Um, yeah, we're, we're slowly working what's, on it. What's your spicy take for the week here, Luke? Now, my spicy take, I've actually changed it since I typed it into our, our document oh. here. So it's not what it says this, here? No, it's not. Oh. Um, now that we've made such a song and dance about the Ball Boys Big Boys, yeah, the Ball Boys Big Boys are going to flop this week. No! <laughs> That's my spicy take. And trust well, me. Well, that's spicy because it hasn't yet. Well, yeah. <laughs> but Dark you know how Dark invested Dark I am in the big boys. Yes. But yes. I just feel like we have tempted the fantasy gods. So oh, we have tempted this, for weeks now. This is your horse is getting our horse is just so high yeah, at the yeah. moment, and it's we're just at some point we're going to fall we, down. We've got a Trojan horse at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we jump out, surprise! <laughs> yeah. We're here. Um, yeah. No, but actually, it reminds me as well. You're a bit of a coward too. Um, coward. And, well, this is Warney. Warney suggested uh, on the live show last week that yeah. uh, the absolute cowardice of you announcing your captains after the Calvinator every week yeah. and implying that uh, perhaps you were stealing valuable information. Absolute for nonsense. Now, we have told the listeners that we're recording this prior to, <laughs> but... But there's no evidence. This is so, how will they actually I, I, know? I tweeted it out, okay? You can go look at the tweet. <laughs> you there's, did, actually. There's evidence. You can go check it, but I've got receipts, all right? And <laughs> okay. if I was copying, why would I be number one and he'd be number four? Oh, <laughs> this guy. This guy. you got yeah, to knock anyway. him off this week, Calvinator. Yeah. My, my days. <laughs> I am tempting the fates a bit here, but... Okay, so your, your hot take is that... I I'm a shit captain picker and my <laughs> guys are going to flop. Um, but oh. my hot take this week is that I don't even know if I believe it myself because I'm umming and ahhing, but I'm got, I've got Ben Keys not only tags Nick Dacos to a poor score, but he outscores him whilst doing it. And uh, obviously he scored 44 last time he played there. Uh, but I feel like just a bit of confidence over the last few rounds. He's gonna, that's why it's a spicy take, mate. He's going he's gonna to find it and he's going he's gonna to prove us wrong. That's like Black Perry Perry, that is. so. Yeah, Nick Dacos goes down to a, a Ben Keys tag. Keys outscores Nick Dacos. Okay, mate. Throw some Twitter questions at me, hey? All right. Let's have a look as I bring these up. So, do, 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 do. All right. We, we sort of mentioned this one before, but Sarong versus Petrarca versus Neil versus Crouch. Who are you going for? As it stands right now. I'll, I'll, I'll give my opinion. I want your opinion. Wait, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, as, yeah. as it stands right now, Crouch is in my team. Yep. But I don't. It, the only the only other option I'll go to is is Anderson. Uh-huh. I've already got Neil. But even even though I've already so got you Neil, didn't have Neil, okay, so I didn't. I'd still think I'd go Croucher Anderson this week. Yeah, okay. Instead of Neil. Mm-hmm. 
when when I'm like when I'm umming and ahhing about this, I know you've got Crouch, and so so if I pick Crouch, at least if he sucks, he's going to suck for you, oh. and, I'm, and I'm gonna well then I'm gonna have to hear it. You know, we can both get on the same. Oh, he fucking yeah, sucks. Yeah, right, right, right. But right. but if I pick Anderson and Anderson sucks and Crouch goes well, I've got to hear you gloat about it, and I've got to feel bad. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Um, yeah, bro. so it's whether or not you want to like hear me gloat, <laughs> or if we can. So like, whoever asked that question, together. yeah. Um, no, let's go. Crouch, flip a coin. Crouch over Neil. Over Petrarca, over Sarong. You've got Sarong. Well, Petrarca over all of them, but he's more expensive. How much more expensive is Petrarca? He's not that much more. I think he's only 40K more than Crouch. Mm. Yeah, 40K. Could be the difference. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that is not, nothing to sneeze at. Some, something also... You've got Sarong, but you think no now that he's more expensive than some well, of the other guys? I, I got him before um, there was this like niggling... Like angle yeah. ...kind of thing. And I've, I've been happy with what he's done thus far. Oh, I think he's probably... If I had to put a number on who scores the most out of all of these players, it would be, it would be Sarong, but... Mm. It just for the price, like you save eighty k and you go crouch. I think I'd do yeah, that. I think so too. Uh, look, crouch or Anderson, flip a coin, and um, yeah, I'm not going to be responsible for for somebody's getting the raw end of the deal because I, I really can't split them. Um, Steel to Brayshaw or Johnson to Keys slash Yo. Option two gets all rookies off field except for Sheasel, where option one leaves Humphrey as the final upgrade next week. Um, if if going to Keys or Yo is your only upgrade for the week, I don't feel awesome about it. Yeah, I was going to say, I prefer, because, I prefer Steel to Brayshaw here. Yeah, I, I know that you're saying that you're getting all rookies off the field, but um, you're going to a guy that you you will then subsequently have to trade out to yeah. get your full team of premiums. So the Keys, the keys thing there, you, probably, you might not get instant reward this week. And then the Yo thing there is the injury concern. Um, and just also being a poor side. Yeah, I, I, th- um, I think it would be option one for me. Yeah, I'm option one because if you've got Humphrey as the final upgrade next week, that means that you can still enter week 16 with a team full of premiums. Yeah, I think so too. And Humphrey's, Humphrey's got enough. He may not go up a heap of value this 51 week. 51 break even. But um, um, he's still got enough money there on his head that with a, a nice juicy downgrade from someone else, you someone could... Good. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. You, can, yeah, you can very easily get him to a, a like a Mills, for example, next week. Yeah. Uh, so I actually think in this case, it's steel to Brayshaw. Yeah. Um, and jump off that sinking ship. Um, windy or low, the low man. Um, are you paying up for windy, or are you going lowman? Uh, Windhager three seventy five. So there's about man. I think one hundred forty k difference there. Um, does it say what the person's going to do on the other end? It just says windy or low. Oh, look, I would rank Windhager ahead of him just because of the, the role is better. And I think I saw a quote too that um, when Ross Lyon was talking about players coming back into that St Kilda yeah, team the same and he, quote, yeah. he rattled off a few names. Windhager was one of the names which gives me confidence that he's in Ross Lyon's Seb- calculations. Seb Ross is out now. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd go windy if it doesn't change your other trades. Yeah, okay. So yeah, if you can get to the guy you want but you have to go Marvelous. down to Lowman then do it. But yeah, yeah, I'd say the more solid pick is Windhager. Chincotta and McRae to Windhager and Crouch or Chincotta and Steele to Lohman and Crouch? McRae, he gave us an 80 last week, didn't he? He's on his, are you trading McRae? Do, unless you're forced to. I don't. I really wouldn't want to trade a guy that could be top six in his line just because he's on his buy. I'll give you this. I should have read this whole thing out. Oh, but sorry. He's, expecting, he's expecting only 19 on field plus a loop if he trades Steele. If he trades McRae, I'm assuming that will give him 20. I'm going that option then. So you're going trade McRae? Yeah, I reckon trade McRae. So McRae becomes Holds Crouch steel. and who becomes Windy? Chincotta. Becomes Chincotta Windhager. becomes Windhager. You're getting the better rookie in that case, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. You're getting an extra player on field. McRae's also not delivering. I mean, That's he was, true. He was, I mean, good, yeah. he was good a few weeks Crouch ago. Crouch and McRae could average the same for yeah. the rest of the season. So I think you get the guy who's at least playing this week. <laughs> And then potentially, if he still sucks, you sideways him to Mills next week, who's also going to lose cash. Um, so yeah, I think that's well put. I think that's that's where I go. If if you had more players playing, I might have flipped the answer. But yeah, if it's nineteen, if you trade steel, I'd probably want an extra one. Yep. Uh, a few other ones. Um, well, okay, slight twist on the other ones that we we're talking about before. Who scores more from here? 
Neil, Crouch, Mitchell, or Anderson. So taking Price out of the equation, Neil, Crouch, Titch, or Anderson. Who scores the most? Um, Anderson, Crouch, Neil, Mitchell. Yeah. Mitchell's in some good form, mate. <laughs> he is. Uh, that's, uh, I mean, again, the, the whole thing is speculation. We, it, it we, is, that, that's what it? we sit here and do is we speculate. So don't, yeah. please don't sit there and think, oh, yeah, Mitch and Luke must know something. We don't. Like, <laughs> we don't have a fucking idea. Yeah. We just I, I think I'd go the same. Us. I think I'd go the same. I'd go, I'd go Anderson, Crouch, Neil, Mitchell. Is that what I said? I think so. I'll rewind the tape. I don't know. <laughs> Is that what you reckon? We don't have the tech ability to rewind the tape, mate. Don't, don't go oh, fucking with that. Someone else can rewind the tape when they're listening back. So uh, that is all the questions. So okay. before we sign off, what are your plans for this week? And uh, how many do you think you're going to have on field? Um, I was really hoping that Bailey McDonald might get named. And there was even a scenario there where I, I could have actually been run with 22. Ooh. Um, actually, no, I, I lie. Sorry, it'd be 21. So I could never cover English there in the ruck. So... Um, but I mean, twenty-one. Given the the way people have been talking about this buy, wouldn't be too bad. So, I think I'll be somewhere after trades around the twenty. Yeah. Okay. I think. Where are you at? Uh, I'm going to have twenty-one. Yep. Um. Now that Campbell Chess is not going to be named. Um. Yep. If I trade Sheasel, my big question this week is if I trade Sheasel. Yep. Um. Now that Campbell Chester is not going to be there, I think that makes it more likely because if I wasn't going to trade him. Like, Chisel, I couldn't get onto my field. Sorry, um, Chester, I couldn't get onto my field anyway. So, trading Chisel never got me an extra player. I couldn't get 22. Um, whereas, now that he's not there, if I don't trade Chisel, I'll be at 20 versus at 21. So, I think I'm going to be... Oh, that probably didn't make any sense. But um, but um, <laughs> I think I'm going to be trading Chisel at this stage to a Keys. I'm also going to be then doing a uh, George Woodler down to a Marcus Windhager and a Bailey Humphrey to his teammate Noah Anderson is what I'm Those sound at. like good trades, hey? They sound like... I'm nervous about it for some reason. I'm nervous about Ben Keys. I'm nervous about trading out Sheasel, but... But you were going to, like, you're going to shift on, on Sheasel at some point. Yeah. You're shifting to a guy who does have the potential to, to be a 100 guy. Yeah. And if it doesn't go well... You're going to shift he's him. He's going to price. You probably get him to a Mills price. or something. You know, yeah, next I think week that's the way I'm choosing to look at it. Um, yeah. And you're getting a great upgrade in Anderson and Wardlaw to Windhager. Windhager potentially outscores. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Wardlaw. So, yeah, so I feel like I'm getting all safe rookies. I'm not like you know yeah. going um, experimenting with like a, a Ryan Marich or anything like that. So. Yeah. From that point of view, I feel like it's okay, and hopefully this week I can move the needle with 21 players playing and, and other people maybe struggling to get more than that. So that's what we're looking at. Hopefully the ball boys, big boys, don't crash and burn like your hot <laughs> takes suggest, and uh, we all have a good round. But uh, Put your hat back on, mate. Uh, we will Sign catch you guys all next week if you enjoyed the podcast. And... Uh, Enjoying all the podcasts that we're putting out so far at the moment. Feel free to go and give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast, and give this video a big thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube and make sure you subscribe. Until then, we will catch you guys next time. Laters. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.